seeking collaborations with influential people, at GZPR, we create passion-fueled collaborations that go beyond traditional representation, a performance agency that onboards new clients every month. Our focus is on POC collaborations. Contact us now at hellogzpr.com, a self-aware public relations agency exploring world perspectives with leading talents. Hello and welcome. My name is Tiffany Farrag and welcome to Get to Know You Cafe. Why is knowing another person deeply important? In an age where superficial interactions dominate our lives, the ability to authentically connect with others is becoming increasingly rare and invaluable. If you would like to master the art of getting to know others, take a look at our course. The link is available in the show description. In my mission to open conversations and access deeper dialogue, I wanted to hear from you listeners on last week's question and discussion. Last week, Carly Burns and I discussed the question, how can you naturally hear bipolar disorder? We received a number of responses that further deepen dialogue. Today, I'll be discussing the episode and the responses that we received. Well, firstly, I'd love to thank Carly for coming on the podcast. What an incredible conversation it was. Thank you so much for all the, the listeners that have sent in their responses. We've had some amazing questions and perspectives and points made. So thank you, everybody, for joining the conversations, opening up the conversations even more, sharing perspective and being part of this incredible community. So thank you, everyone. So, yeah, this that podcast with Carly was interesting for me as included. Like, you know, I know someone coming from myself, as you all know, from like a medical background and like, you know, science and medicine. And, you know, I love to always bring in research and science into these discussions and because each topic is well-researched. Um, to, for me to hear like naturally healing and you, you're, you're a bit skeptical, but then you, when looking into medicine and studying medicine and also looking at the natural aspects of healing different conditions, of course, not everything can be healed naturally. Of course, there's um, a need for medicine. So definitely not against that. And, and uh, great for Carly to talk about that on, on um, in her perspective too. Like some, there are people who do need medication and some for some people, the types of medication, they may need to go through a number of medications before they find the right one for them. And also naturally healing and like doing some natural things for the body that um, can be used long-term that is not detrimental and that's healthy and good for you is also like an additive as well. So that's a big point that I mentioned on the podcast is that a lot of these different conditions and disorders and things require may require medicine for some, but also require, even if you do have medicine or you don't, require you to do these different changes in your it, to help with your mindset, to help with your healing, to help with your condition. So changing your diet, uh, changing your sleep patterns, to, uh, changing the amount of exercise you do, uh, changing uh, the the words that you say to yourself, changing different environments that maybe tempt you to do unhealthy things and have unhealthy habits, um, not self-medicating like in with alcohol or drugs or things like that. So I think there's a, a, um, we need to look at our healing in a holistic mindset and um, really tackle it and tackle uh, 
use different managing tools on a daily basis and figure out what that is for us. And it may be different season to season depending on the depths of despair that we're in or the depths of of um, the unstable place. Some people who have these bipolar and other disorders, like I mentioned, there's a much wider range of brain irregulation that's happening whereas a normal person is with within a much narrower window so yeah it's great to um discuss these these points with carly and um yeah it was just a beautiful conversation so thank you everyone for sending in the responses we have a number of different responses from all around the world we have one from here in melbourne another one from from Bangladesh and our third is from India. So first one from Melbourne. So Claire from Melbourne sent in, can mentally unstable people be in relationships? Great question there, Claire. Look, I think it's not a matter of um, like Kali mentioned this. She was like, you know, being self-aware about where you are mentally before jumping into a relationship i wouldn't say that i think how we're defining the word unstable or what we're considering unstable as well like some people may be considered to others their entire lives as unstable (laughs) so if you you know what i mean i'm sure you know people and like these persons just not stable at all and they're like almost born that way or they just they're not they're not stable and Sometimes I think some people can't understand how they are in relationships. Um, So it really depends on how we're defining unstable, how we're defining um, is there such thing as like unstable but manageable, unstable but requiring to be put in an institution, unstable... um, like where, how, what level of unstable maybe plays a big role here? Um, you know, having an awareness with your instability as well. I think that big thing that Carly was talking about, um, and knowing if going into a relationship is going to be even more detrimental to you, or even if you try and you see that it's detrimental, you know, it's okay that you change your mind. You think you are able to do it, but you're like, whoa, I'm not in a good. You know, I'm not stable. Um, and if you're doing something about it, I think, you know, doing something about it, um, being aware of your limits and, you know, if you need to see a health professional um, uh, more regularly, maybe you're already seeing one and or maybe you need to change health professionals. There's a lot of questions. It's not a straightforward answer. I think there's a lot of factors and questions and and things invo- and involved in um, um, your mental stability. And it's not and it's different. I think mentally unstable, I think people confuse this with you know needing to be completely healed. See, healing, I think, and healing traumas and healing things, or healing, healing things and healing traumas and healing stuff is different to being mentally unstable. So I I think people like to put them together, but they're not. They're not not together. You know, there's people who are 
like the instability can't get them um, functioning day to day. Like Carly was mentioning, she couldn't have a conversation. She couldn't talk. She couldn't, you know, she just couldn't, wasn't there. Like it was like a manic episode. Um, So you really need to like uh, break it down further. And yeah, like I said, if you're, you know, you can heal. There's parts of healing that you need to do on your own. And there's also parts of healing that happen in a relationship as well. And you can heal with your, you know, as long as you, I think you're both are aware of certain things and you have an awareness and emotional maturity, you can still maintain and continue healing alongside a partner. So they're totally different things. And I, um, I think people confuse them sometimes uh, put them together when they're not. So thank you so much, Claire, for for um, raising that question and bringing that to our awareness. Our next response was from uh, Tian. I hope I'm saying it correctly. From Bangladesh, Tian said, "How can you encourage someone to see a professional for a diagnosis?" I think this is a really hard one, Tian. Um, I think number one. Is someone open to culturally, I think these things differ and how there's a taboo maybe around psychologists, psychiatrists, counsellors and all of that. And so I think it may, uh, if there's a strong taboo or there's a strong like, if you haven't never discussed mental health as well, maybe it's a bit harder. Depends. Like if the person has an openness to it and an openness, like if you're close and you're somebody that, you know, has this person's best interest at heart, you're close to them, they trust you, you trust them. It's, you know, mutually there's lots of trust is a big thing, trust and having each other's best interest at heart and um, being able to have those kinds of conversations as well. Then maybe you've you know mentioned things or hinted things or you know speak about the topic of mental health and speak about the topic of of um, you know seeking help or seeking seeking a professional to help with um, with the mind. So I think it just depends on your relationship with the person and how much um, these kinds of conversations are, are brought up. And if the person wants help and if the person sees it, hang on, that I feel like there's you know something right here or something I need to work on or something. You know, it depends on a lot of factors. But um, I think it's definitely it's definitely possible, but it really really requires um the method that you encourage the person to see a professional as like depending on the person, there's so many ways that you can do it um, where the person's not taken it as, as an insult or or getting defensive. So it really depends on the personality of the person, your personality and how you take, you know, um, try pushing it across. These factors all make a make a big uh, uh, something that could be an explosion to some or something that can be like, yeah, you know what, you maybe have a point. Let me look into this. So yeah, thank you so much, uh, Tian, for bringing uh, raising that question. And our third response is from Leroy from India. Leroy said, "With what 
Carly described as having a mania panic attack and taking herself to the hospital, if someone was with her, should they take it upon themselves to take her to the hospital, even though she didn't ask to go? Oh, great question there, Leroy. So I would say, again, kind of tied in with the first part, it's where if those conversations have happened and the person has a a level of uh, mental awareness and and um, is aware of, I would say, topics of you know mental health and has discussed these things with you, um, you could possibly ask them as well. Like even if they're having a manic episode and you're with them, like should we go to the hospital? Do you want to go to the hospital? Because you can't forcefully like what grab them in a headlock and like throw them in the car, and, like hold them down and tie the seatbelt around them, like, no. So there must be obviously a willingness to be like, okay, okay. And so they, you know, they obviously get in themselves in the car and and they're driving to the hospital and, you know, something's happening to be able to take them there. Um, so, yeah, I think speaking, communicating loudly if needed or getting their attention of like, um is the only way, you know, the only way to do that. If maybe there's a need to call the ambulance, um, there, there may be definitely a need to call the ambulance and, and see what other, if you feel that, oh, this is out of my hands, I don't know what to do here, call the ambulance and the ambulance will, will deal with it. No matter who the person is to you and if you don't have the, you know, physical strength or if they could harm themselves or physical ability to, to stop anything that they're doing that could harm themselves and I'd immediately call an ambulance. Um, that would be the best the best thing and, and the health professional will, will be able to handle it. Thank you so much, everyone, for those questions and perspectives and, and bringing all these things to our attention. It's always great to hear, uh, you know, different responses and people adding to the conversation and it really helps us all gain a clearer picture of how we think about things, our behaviours, maybe what we would do, what we wouldn't do, um, to really uh, get to know ourselves better and in turn get to know others better. So thank you so much. I'm looking forward to the next week's Get to Know You Cafe. Thank you for listening to Get to Know You Cafe. If you enjoyed this podcast, rate, review, and share the podcast on Facebook or Instagram. You can tag me at Get to Know You Podcast. Be sure to listen to Thursday's, Tuesday's podcast and send in your responses for us to include next Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe to further deepen dialogue on this topic. If you have any topics you would like us to discuss, be sure to tag me to post with your question. Join us every Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe.